small matters. My senior year in high school, one of my classmates got a hold of one of the tests. The word got out and he asked, hey Lowry, do you want the answers to the test? And there was this divide in the class. There were some people who were very concerned about their grades and they got the answers. And there's another group that was just like, with us, they were saying, no thank you. Now, years later, as I look back, I don't, I don't remember how it all shook out. I can't remember. I don't think the teacher ever found out about it. That I know the grade I got for the class. I know that I earned it. And so when I think back to this, this kid who um, took the test, I had multiple classes with him. And as I look back, I, I like being around him, and he, he liked me. Um, but I realized I was always a little guarded around him. Like, I wouldn't share things that were too personal. He, he, would, he was struggling with, like, meaning in his life and would talk to me about some of that stuff that he'd think about. Um, I think he got into finance, but I don't know that I would trust him with my money. If, if he had wanted to date my little sister, I don't think I'd be supportive of that. Because if I can't trust him in small things, I, I feel like I have a hard time trusting him with more important matters. This is what Jesus tells his disciples today, and it's in the middle of a cryptic parable about a dishonest steward. And what Jesus points out is that, yeah, this guy, even this guy who's selfish and doesn't have it all figured out, even he, someone of the world, recognizes that he needs to plan for the future. And planning for the future. Remember, for me, my, my first parish was at in a community with a lot of retirement people. And they're like, wow, there's sure a lot of people. I think one day I commented, I'm like, man, there's a lot of people at mass. And somebody said, well, they're cramming for their finals. <laughs> Which Jesus is kind of alluding to that if you're prudent and aware, how are you preparing for the big picture? How are you planning for what's coming later? That Jesus is encouraging the disciples that act now in small ways that will help you in the long run. I mean, he's really saying, you know, do what you need to for yourself. But, it, but it's not like the world would say. Like in the first reading from the prophet Amos, we read about how these people, they, they're looking for, they want to sell and they want to cheat people so that they can get the advantage. And I think there's, there's ways that the world looks at those things, right? Like, I want to get what's coming for me. I, I want to get mine before other people get theirs. Then as Christians, we never, I never want to receive mine at the expense of somebody else. But I want to live my life in integrity and faithfulness in the small matters, knowing that it will help me in the end. And what, it, what is the end? The end where we will all give an accounting, where we will all receive our award, those eternal dwellings, it's, it's heaven. And in a, in a beautiful way that we will receive 
our heavenly reward for, for every act of charity, every time we treated someone fairly, every time we were kind to others, that, that we'll receive that heavenly reward. But also the opposite. But the, the problem with the opposite, too, is if I live my life not living charitably, kindly, justly, that, that I could actually be building up not virtue, but vice, which is really not helpful. And so Jesus is calling us to be faithful in small matters. I have a few examples that I think of. When I, when I think of being faithful in small matters, I think of my mom. She'll go through Fry's grocery store with this huge cart full of food. She'll get back, she'll get back to the car and be like, they didn't charge me for the cream cheese. And then she'll go back into the store, stand back in line, and pay for that little thing of cream cheese. And the, and the cashier's like, seriously? Okay, whatever. You know, like, and just, you know, like, it's small. Like, who cares? Who would notice? Some, I mean, I think I've even been in the place where I'm like, well, they missed it, and they're bad, you know? But, but it's the little things that form our character. It's what leads to the bigger things. I was talking to some alumni a little ways back, and he's like, Father, let me tell you my dream. I was like, hit me. Let's go. He's like, I want to I wanna make a ton of money, and I want to I wanna like be so generous and like give all this money away to all these different people. I'm like, that's awesome. That's so generous. I was like, well, how much money are you giving away now? Since the story, they've started to support the Newman Center at $100 a month, and I'm very grateful for that. So. But do, do, do you feel me? That habits take time. That, that it starts with small things. And it's important, and Jesus obviously is God, he's wise, wisdom itself, but it feels so easy to justify small things. You know? We, we can justify anything, you know? Everybody's cheating on the test. Everybody's getting high. Everybody's getting drunk. Like, come on. But, but at the end of the day, I, I don't stand before God with a group of people. It's me. And I stand with, there with my integrity and my virtue and all that. I was talking to a student recently who made the decision. He's a senior. And he's like, I've realized that drinking wasn't helping me become the man I want to be. So I'm 21, but I'm just not going to drink and party with my, my friends anymore. And, and his friends weren't happy about that because they took it as a personal hit on them or something. Like, he's like, I'm not saying no to you or our friendship. I'm just saying I don't want to do that stuff because it's not helping me. And, and so they started like making fun of him. And he said to me, he goes, Father, them making fun of me actually makes it easier. Because they're being jerks. <laughs> and I'm supposed to want to compromise who I am and what I stand for just to make them happy? Like, no. I'm still going to be nice to them. But no. Like, I'm going to choose how I'm going to live my life. And this might seem like a... It, this is actually... And it's so funny because he's like, my friends are making this such a big deal, but it's such a small thing, whether you drink or not. And so there's going to come a day for every one of us when, when everything that happens to us is seen in the light of eternity. I was, talking to, I was actually talking to a woman earlier today. And she was talking, I don't, I don't know how this even came up, but she was talking about how in a family, 
that, oh, she, she's experienced a lot of healing in her family, that she had been separated from her husband for a while. And then after 15 years, they got back together. And she said she, she came to see family in a new light. She says, family is about the small things. It's about offering to help with the dishes. It's about letting someone else go before you. It's about letting someone else watch what they want to on TV. That, that the love in families grows with the small things. This is, this is why, well, when you're dating somebody and your parents make a big issue about some little thing that doesn't seem like a big deal, that's why they're making it a big deal. That's why your friends point it out and say, did you notice? Because that, no, no, it's not a big deal. Because it starts with the small things. And if, and if the person we're dating isn't loving us in the small things, then maybe they're looking out for themselves. And say, like, what makes us think that things are going to be different down the road? But this other thing this woman told me that's given her great perspective, the reason she and her husband got back together was because their son was diagnosed with cancer. And, and God rest his soul, after a 10-year battle, um, he died, and we pray that he's in heaven. And she says it's totally changed her perspective on life, that, that when the fires just came through here a few months ago, and people were calling from Phoenix like, hey, are you guys worried? Do you need help moving? Like, the fires are there. And she's like, it's okay, it's just stuff. If our house burns down, it's just a house. Like there's a bigger picture. That, that in recognizing what's small and what's big, what, what the big picture is, actually helps us to see what's small and what matters. And those little things that matter, that this, this woman, the time that she spent by her son's bedside, instead of going out and making more money or whatever, like, that's what mattered. And so today, God, Jesus is trying to help us regain our perspective. That maybe when things don't go our way, that maybe it's okay. Maybe it doesn't, maybe it's okay. When, when the test doesn't go well, when, when, when the football game doesn't go well, that rather than get depressed, that it causes me to step back and look at what really matters. How am I treating the people around me? How am I staying faithful to the Lord and what matters? That maybe, maybe the game doesn't go that way, the way we want, but did we stay together? Because the one who stands with us every step of the way, in every situation small and big, is the Lord. The Lord who cheers us on, the Lord who encourages us to be faithful in all things, because the small matters.